Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Monday, April 11th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Scientists say even small amounts of lead can cause developmental delays and learning difficulties in children. In Missouri, they are more likely to have elevated blood levels, leaving families to deal with the impact of exposure to the neurotoxin. We painted our walls with it. We built our water grid with it. And now we're dealing with the repercussions. The Midwest Newsroom and the Missouri Independent investigate lead and its impact on children in the Midwest in just a few minutes. A panel considering whether St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner should face discipline for how she handled the prosecution of former Governor Eric Greitens in 2018 will begin its work today. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Littman reports. The hearing will be conducted similar to a trial, although the rules are a little looser. Three people will hear arguments from the Office of Chief Disciplinary Counsel. Attorneys for Gardner may also present evidence, but are not required to. The panel will recommend punishment that can range from the allegations being thrown out to Gardner losing her law license. The state Supreme Court will make the final decision. Alan Mandel, an attorney who has handled numerous disciplinary cases, says the judges will likely want to hear the evidence themselves. Recommendations by the DHP are not rubber stamped. Gardner is accused of violating numerous professional ethics rules for not turning over evidence to the governor's defense team and not being truthful about evidence that existed. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. A Republican state senator is hoping the impasse over congressional redistricting in Missouri can subside. Bill Eigel of St. Charles County has been a supporter of a map making it more difficult for Kansas City Democratic Congressman Emanuel Cleaver to win re-election. Eigel also concedes some lawmakers were suspicious that he wanted a St. Charles-centric district to help himself get elected to Congress. But the Weldon Springs Republican says he has no aspirations to go to D.C. Ironically enough, as the conversation got stretched out longer and longer and longer, folks were actually no longer willing to uh, make their decisions based on some sort of personal agenda like that. It just wanted to get a map done. Eigel made the comments on Politically Speaking. The episode is posted at stlpr.org. Illinois lawmakers wrapped up their spring session a few weeks early this year to hit the campaign trail. Alex Degman reports. Democrats are touting more than $1.8 billion in tax breaks as part of next year's roughly $46 billion budget. It includes a one-year grocery tax freeze, suspends the gas tax increase planned for July for six months, and offers one-time property tax rebates up to $300 per homeowner. It also expands the earned income tax credit permanently. Republicans, many of whom voted for the breaks, say they don't go far enough and they should all be permanent. They also wanted more teeth in the anti-crime legislation that was passed addressing carjackings, expressway shootings, and large-scale retail thefts. The state used federal COVID relief money to help tackle long-standing debt and repay some of the billions incurred when unemployment benefits were expanded during the pandemic. I'm Alex Degman. Illinois lawmakers passed that new state budget package over the weekend. A former Monsanto scientist has been sentenced to more than two years in prison for economic espionage. As Harvest Public Media's Maria Altman reports, the Chinese man worked for Monsanto and its subsidiary, the Climate Corporation, for nearly a decade. Xiang Haitao pleaded guilty in January to conspiring to steal trade secrets. According to court documents, Xiang worked as an imaging scientist at Monsanto and the Climate Corporation. 
The two companies developed an online software platform that farmers could use to collect, store, and visualize important field data. A critical part of that platform was an algorithm called the Nutrient Optimizer, which the Climate Corporation considered a trade secret. Xiang left the companies in 2017 and went back to China. He was arrested when he returned to the U.S. in 2019. According to the FBI, economic espionage cases are fairly rare, with fewer than two dozen convictions nationwide. I'm Maria Altman, Harvest Public Media. Researchers have known for decades that even low levels of lead can cause developmental delays and learning problems in children. Yet lead still lingers around many Midwest households, leaving families to deal with the acute and long-term impact of exposure to the neurotoxin. The Midwest Newsroom's Niara Savage reports. Anything that comes into Lisa and Daniel Pascoe's St. Louis County home has to be lead-free. The couple's two-year-old daughter only plays with toys and crayons verified as being free of lead. These are her dishes that we use, um, and this is the brand Duralux, and it's completely glass. We don't use any kind of ceramic plates or dishes for her because I, I don't want any possible leaching or contamination of lead. About 10 years ago, Lisa and her 15-month-old son were living in a renovated 1920s home in St. Louis. The family asked us not to use the children's names. After a doctor recommended a blood test for Lisa's son, a nurse called Lisa with the news that the lead level in his blood was dangerously high, 25 micrograms per deciliter. That's seven times higher than the Centers for Disease Control's current level of concern. And I didn't know anything about lead poisoning, so I was probably like... I went hysterical on the phone, but after you hang up the phone, you kind of go through this process of, oh my gosh, my kid's lead poison. What does that mean? What do I do? St. Louis City health workers discovered lead dust from the home's front window had collected in the soil where Lisa's son played daily. Houses built before 1978 are more likely to have lead-based paint. Workers replaced the top layer of tainted soil outside the home, and even though Lisa cleaned the house meticulously for any trace of lead dust, her son's level still never dropped below 6 micrograms per deciliter. His level only dropped below that when they moved to a new home. Lead is a neurotoxin, and after a century of lowering what levels are considered dangerous in humans, scientists now agree that there was no safe level of lead. Dr. Elizabeth Friedman is the director of the Pediatric Environmental Health Specialty Unit for Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska, and Iowa. She says even small amounts of lead can lead to behavioral conditions like ADHD, aggression, and learning difficulties. Reduced cognitive potential or lowered IQ, which I know is is a measure that in and of itself has some um, biases, but is is, um, the most consistently recognized of the effects from low levels of exposure. And it's been identified in multiple populations all around the world. Lead has been banned from gasoline, residential paint, and new water pipes for decades. But it still persists in the environment. We built our infrastructure with it. We painted our walls with it. We built our water grid with it. And now we're dealing with the repercussions. In the U.S., Kansas, Missouri, Iowa, and Nebraska have some of the most lead service lines per 100,000 residents, according to the Natural Resources Defense Council. The region is also home to a host of former lead mines. 
Researchers at Boston Children's Hospital, the University of Miami, and Quest Diagnostics found last year that children in those states have lead in their blood at rates higher than most of the country. And children in predominantly black zip codes are more likely to have elevated blood lead levels. And this has happened because of the racist historical practices and policies that continue to segregate children and families of color into older, sometimes less maintained, overburdened and under-resourced neighborhoods where lead exposures are more common. What's that? Airplane. Airplane. St. Louis mom Lisa Pascoe says doctors warned her after her son's exposure to lead that there could be long-term behavioral and cognitive consequences. She says her son's been diagnosed with autism and ADHD. Her vigilance keeping her family's home lead-free is paying off. The Pascoe's daughter hasn't tested positive for an elevated blood lead level. Some people probably think kind of like I did initially, oh, that'll never happen to me. So I think it's always good to say, well, that happened to my son, and we weren't thinking it could happen to him at all. Lisa says by sharing her story, she hopes more parents will be able to protect their own children. Reporting with Allison Kite of the Missouri Independent, I'm Niara Savage for the Midwest Newsroom. The Midwest Newsroom and the Missouri Independent are collaborating to investigate high levels of lead in children for a project called Unleaded. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.